losing time. Time to roll to Chili's and count out with my boys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. How bizarre. I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her, wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-point bar. Mother Oreo smoothie now! What is going on everybody? Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and makes it. I'm your host, C-Dub the Great One, Christian Graver in the house. I got my man, Kevin the Podfather. We got Todd the Pod God, and we're excited. We got a special guest joining us tonight. It is my cousin all the way up from Allentown, PA. It is Mike Malone, Dirty Mike, and Love the Dirty boys. Mike, Mike and the boys. is in the house. We are going to be ranking on our episode tonight our top five one-hit wonders. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show tonight. I'm excited for this. Music episodes are always a blast. I think there's going to be some bangers here tonight. Fellas, what's going on? Kevin, Todd, how we doing, fellas? Man, I'm great. I just want to say before we get started, the Podfather's hair tonight. Man, look at that. Is there what a sheen on it? Is that a charm? I don't know. There's no sheen, it's, baby. It's just the it's, classic got to be, you know, $8, <clears throat> excuse me, $8 jar of, jar. What, what do they call it? Paste, Honey. Hair paste, <laughs> hair molding. Cream. I think it's called hair mousse. oil, castor oil. Oh, it's not moose. It's not moose. That's from the 90s, right. which are right. some of my songs will be coming out of the 90s tonight. Listen, well, guys, I, yeah, I want to say it's not It's 9 p.m., and I don't know many people's hair that's looking that good at 9 p.m. Listen, I can't help it. I mean, I do what I can, you know. Guys, but guys, I guys. appreciate that love. <laughs> Todd, you know, coming right out the gate, you know, with the, with the love, with the got-to-be shout-out. And, you know, I Shut would up. be remiss if I didn't say welcome to my cuzzo dirty mike all the way up in pennsylvania he's probably putting down some philly cheesesteaks right now watching bryce harper you know listening to a little bg's what's going on up in pa buddy how you feel oh uh first of all you know if you hear me choking don't get worried i live an hour away from philadelphia it must be some the local water in area uh, i don't know especially on Sunday. Uh, yeah, embarrassed in Philadelphia sports, but I still am. Well, I'll tell you, you know, what, at least the, you admitted it. The nickname Dirty Mike sounds like you ought to be on the Impractical Jokers. Is that a side That's gig? That's one of my Mike? favorite shows, man. One of my faves. I'll allow it. <laughs> I love hey, it, man. Now you're talking. I, I mean, I'm excited because even though Colin is not here, you know, T's and P's. Shout out. Uh, Shout out. Um, Arkansas Holiday Inn. Let's go. Shout out. <laughs> uh, Mike here and Colin have two things in common. Okay. One of which, so Mike actually lived in South Carolina in Easley uh, during Clemson's 81 national championship. Go Tigers. He's a diehard Tiger fan himself. So just like Colin, we've got a Tiger fan in the building. And number two, 
his affinity for kitty cats. I mean, if, if, if we didn't know any better, Colin and Mike may be actually related. Mike, am I right or am I right? You're a big kitty cat guy? In regards to the cat, yes. To the point that I had a cat that I dabbo, you know, under a great coat. Yeah, a kitty cat um, named Dabo. Love that. Well, hey, before you turn your camera off, I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of Mr. Bigglesworth in the background. That so, I mean, me anybody angry. that likes a bald cat is And when Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset. That's what Todd says every week. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Tater but the Todd. one thing I do not have in common with Colin is that I do not buy women's sports apparel and wear it. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> wow. Coming in I hot. Don't know what Coming it in hot. Especially like medium, right? <laughs> I I ain't a medium. That's... <laughs> but y'all okay, said I thought you were going to uh, use your psychic powers tonight. <laughs> oh. hey, hey, shout, shout out to the ladies' mediums that Colin has, you know, purchased. You know, I feel like uh, we owe him a little respect there. But uh, Mike, Dirty Mike, <laughs> not rocking him. Didn't uh, uh, no, I? I didn't wear in the women's other man. I mean, at, you know, whatever worked for him, whatever makes happy, man. You know. Hey, sometimes you know when you're cold, you just got to do whatever it takes, guys. Hey. I don't know about you tonight, but look, one hit wonders. I don't know. They're all over the place. Mike, you mentioned ahead of time you've got tons on your cutting room floor. Christian, you mentioned you had like sixty-five <laughs> possible hey, songs counting? coming on a list on on five tonight. Listen, I'm all over the place on my top five today. It could be completely different tomorrow. Um, right now, I'm going to give it like in, in terms of being happy, I'm like at a 5.8 on a on a scale from one to 10 right now. I'm not loving my list, but we'll see how it ends up settling out. Hey, listen, I got to I'm kind of feeling I got to be a little bit different from you guys, seeing as I am the only, you know, Gen Xer here in the group. I say so I'm I Gen Xer. Oh, oh, all right, all right. I do, I do. Mike, I, I, thought, I thought you were, I thought you were D-Generation X. X. Oh, yeah. I am a D-Generation X member. <laughs> but wait, Todd, how old are you? With that, can, you, can we reveal that on the pod? Can you say that? Oh, I got you, Mike. So, so Mike is 48. Todd, how, how old are you? Shut up. I'm 48 as well. Oh, we got a tie. What do we oh, win? Yeah. I feel like the baby tonight. Wee! But, but <laughs> listen, I cry. Don't worry, I'll edit that. Not um, Kevin. The one thing that Mike and I were talking about was he was very close to saying that Temple of the Dog was a one-hit wonder mm. with Hunger Strike, and how we forgot mm. "Say Hello to Heaven" coming in at like number five, I think, on Billboard charts. That would have been a yep. disgrace, wouldn't have been, if we accidentally did that. Well, I think most people would go along with that, though. I think they would, right? Because, Which is why because Hunger Strike be was such a huge hit. Nobody else knows anything. Right. A any other songs. You That's know? true. That's true. So I like it. I mean, we would allow it for sure. So I'll allow it. I'm excited, guys. Um, I think we want to get into these rankings tonight. So, uh, guys, without further ado, are you all ready? Let's hit do up a little it. one hit let's wonders. Roll. All right. Let's go, guys. Rock and roll, baby. One hit wonders. No, 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 no. no. Five. five. All right, guys. So we're ranking our top five one hit wonders. And, you know, the first thing we always want to do is give a little bit of criteria. And so for me, I definitely did not want to box myself in. Okay. So I did not pick one specific decade. I did not pick one specific genre. 
I actually didn't even actually go to the Billboard charts for mine to make sure it was a number one hit, but it had to be the one significant song from this artist and quite possibly a song that if you heard it today, you'd be like, man, I remember that. And that was the biggest hit from that artist. So I think you're going to see that reflected in my list tonight, guys. But coming in at number five for me, this is a song from the 90s. Go figure. I am the 90s guy. This song came out in 1996 and is recorded by the British R&B singer Mark Morrison. The song is called Return of the Mac. I don't know if you guys remember this. Return of the Mac. It, it reached number two on Billboard Hot 100 and went platinum. I don't know if you guys remember this, but like it's it's such a good song to me. I could play it today in a barbecue playlist, and I don't think people would look at me funny. I think it's just that solid of a track. Um, I remember it, you know, being one of those songs that probably came on B93.7 back in the day when that's what I listened to. And, um, you know, honestly, I, I think it still lives on today. It's actually been used in pop culture and shows like Entourage, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you name it. Um, I believe it was also featured in New Girl. Burger King used it for their Mac and Cheetos back in 2017. Oh, my gosh. Um, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> you didn't eat those? Uh, no, <laughs> neither did anybody out. else. Missed missed out, Todd. Todd was Todd was busy tearing up those chicken fries. That's right. Still what is. are those anyway? Are they fries? Chicken are they fries. chicken? <laughs> are they fries? I don't even know. But the other thing is, in 2021, Donnie Wahlberg, not not Marky Mark, <laughs> sang this song in the fifth season of The Masked Singer as a cloodledoo. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> Just one more. Okay. Morrison appears in a Frito Lay variety pack commercial with his song changing the lyrics. So this guy, this song has been referenced all over pop culture. Coming in at number five. I think it's worthy of a top five. Yeah, it is Mark Morrison returning totally. the Mac, fellas. What do you think? Hey, is that Seal's real name? Is that who he is? <laughs> yeah. Seal, also known as Mark Morrison without That's what scars. I we only thought Seal sang Kiss from a Rose. No, he sang Return of the Mac as well. So, I yeah. mean, is it technically Return a Return of the Mac and Cheetos? Sure. <laughs> Dude, that's funny you say that, Kevin, because I, I was reading something about this song today, and I want to make sure I say this clearly so it doesn't have to get beeped out. But it, it that won't. Song is <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing the editing now. Not that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's a new day. I'll now, uh, it was described as this song was described as a funked up seal. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> so it's a little little funky seal. Come again, there. you yeah. um, I'm not you, saying you that. Emphasis, you stressed the in right there. I did, funk. I did. Was, yeah, but, so I can keep yeah. my Who are job. You, Bruno Mars, spot on, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, worthy of a top five one. She is happy to wonder. Oh, 100. Nice, Mike. You like that pick? I do. And and for and when you said Mark. I thought you were going to go with, you say he's just a friend. Oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. Like from yeah. the there you go. There you go. That's also a, a solid track. I thought but... you were going. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here to mix it up tonight, fellas. Keep you guessing. So, uh, Mike, what you got at number five, buddy? Uh, Mike, all right. All right. I'm going stuff from the 70s and 80s to give a little bit of a different flavor from what y'all seem to do. Um, and songs that are some of my top favorites. To me, definition of a one-hit wonder is an artist or group 
who had only one song hit in the Billboard Top 20 in the U.S. That's Very it. specific. So that's okay. Top okay. 20, I like it. Hey, that's 20. your rules. I like it. No, no rules, just right. No, exactly. Got it. So I'm going to go with the song that I used back when I was starting in radio back in college. You actually got to play your own music and put what you wanted. I did a morning show at college, and it was mostly classic rock. But you always needed a song when you had to go to the bathroom and you needed something long that would last. That's what she said. Definition of one hit wonder. And they're from my area, Philadelphia, came out in 1976 on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Got up to number 11 in the top hits by the Tramps and called Disc Inferno. The soundtrack lasted 10 minutes and four seconds i swear once i turned that on my list went away for 12 minutes oh my gosh so disco inferno huh kicking us off with a little disco let's go go. todd's like that was my era that was it i cannot wait to hear some disco inferno clips on this episode (laughs) oh yeah if you even remember back in the old wcw monday night show days there was actually a wrestler disco inferno Oh, shout out to Dilworth. Shout out. There we go. Hey, listen, what's his his finishing move? Like the disco, like like the finger? Like, did he, like, gouge an eye or something? (laughs) (laughs) If only they could see video of your dancing right now. Hey, hey, we can clip and put it out there. That's true. It's fair game now. Shout out. TikTok. Shout out. China. 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 Anna. All right, I'll jump in here with my number five. So uh, before I do that, I want to give you my criteria. I I am like Colin in the sense that I'm pretty predictable, right? Like, you know what you're going to get. Kevin asked me earlier, hey, are you coming with all uh, hip-hop? That's not necessarily the case. We're going to add throw in a little R&B, too. Uh, so we're going all hip-hop and R&B. Uh, most of mine is going to come from the 90s. Uh, you know, there's one from the 70s. Uh, the rest fall from 88 to 96. And so uh, at number five, man, I, I really fought to not put this on the list, but I felt because of the influence of this song, I needed to put it on the list. Um, so it's with some embarrassment that I put this on my list, but we'll, we'll go with this. I'm going to go with ice ice baby at number five, man. Word to your mother. Do not be embarrassed. Do not be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, proud. It, it's like a guilty pleasure too, right? For everybody. Let's kick it. Um, Right. And in the in the era where like gangster rap was so huge, this song drops out from from you know uh, what, what is it? Robert Van Winkle, I think is his real name. That's a that is such a rapper name, right? So it would be today. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but you know uh, the the sample the baseline from Under Pressure uh, by Queen and David Bowie, and um, yeah, it's the first hip hop single to to top the billboard hot 100 um listen i read this so they paid a whopping eight thousand dollars to record the video for this song and so um but you know the influence of this song is everywhere right like you can't get away from it it's it's almost at every wedding reception or you know you go to a skating rink somewhere it's coming on at some point right like um, Ice Ice Baby at number five for me. I'd say it proudly, man. Listen, I mean, worthy of a top five. It is a classic. It's got staying power. Everybody 
I would everybody, say everybody knows it. Loves it, but everybody love knows it. it. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the only person older than all you guys on this pod. He's 55. So right. Well, I I, I uh do you have heard... some of those baggy britches that he used to have back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Notice I stressed the R in that. We gave the floor. Right. I know Mike did. He had those jinkos. A bacon grease. Oh yeah. I read right. something about Eminem that said the first time he heard this. Eminem said the first time he heard this, he wanted to quit rapping. I <laughs> saw it. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Hey, Shout out the nice... door. Shout out. Hey, nice pick, guys. Um, all right, so here we go. I told you uh, just a few minutes ago, I'm not really happy with my list. So I, I purposely picked different types of sounds on my top five. There's one song that I, I purposely omitted because it's shown up on two of my other music lists, and that's going to be Your Love by The Outfield. That would be on my top five one-hit wonder, but I didn't want to throw it on this top five just simply because I didn't want a third time on a on a music episode coming on, on my list. So anyways, Your Love, The Outfield, that's going to be a cutting room floor. I know we always mention it at the end, but I uh, wanted to go ahead and say that to, to start it out. And then, guys, I, it just needed to be a mega hit. Like, Christian, you mentioned Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog, right? They had another top 10 hit. However, nobody knows it because Hunger Strike was such a mega hit. And that's the case with every one of these songs. There may be some other singles released, but nowhere near um, – the success of of this particular song that I'm gonna 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 mention. Okay, all right, here we go, guys. Coming in at number five, it is a classic from 1993. It instantly takes me back to grunge. It takes me back to MTV. Um, you know, maybe maybe the Alt Nation show with Matt Penfield or something like that. Maybe a little bit of um, not quite Headbangers Ball, but but still, man, just an iconic alternative rock song from the 1990s, guys. We got What's Up from the Four Non Blondes coming in, okay? From the bigger, better, faster. What's up? Who didn't yeah. sing that in your car? Yeah, I mean, right. oh totally, God. totally. Right. You know, with the nose rings and all, right? The dreads, the Four Non Blondes. Um, it was their second single from this particular album, again, called Bigger, Better, Faster, Go. Um, guys, it has just recently surpassed 1 billion YouTube views, this this video, and it didn't get uploaded to YouTube until 2011. So uh, 1 billion, I would say that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty substantial. Guys, it was on 25 weekly charts. It reached number one in 13 of those. In classic rock and roll fashion, right after this song comes out or after they toured a little bit, the band broke up, right? That's classic. Um, something interesting. Christian, you'll like this. I know you love Third Eye Blind. I do. I know you love a little semi-charmed life. Okay, love Stephen it, Jenkins, it. Stephen Jenkins, and Linda Perry, okay, both lead front folks of uh, Third Eye Blind and Four Non Blondes. They were living in San Francisco, struggling musicians. They became friends. They have a little private mini jam session. Mm. Stephen Jenkins plays Semi Charmed Live for Linda Perry. Linda Perry plays What's Up for Stephen Jenkins. Little did they know that both of those records would go on and sell a combined 17 million records, right? So coming in at number five, What's Up, Four Non Blondes. I have to say that's What's Up, Kevin. I love that song. I think I flirted with it. I think that's a... That is what you think of when you think of one hit wonder, because I would have never heard of anything else from the four non blocks. Of course not. Yeah. And and I remember doing my research and I was like, I feel like I've heard of that band, but that's what they were called. Like, did anyone really know what they were called? You just knew the song when it came on the radio. You sang along to it. Definition of a one hit wonder. 
Love that pick off the board at number five. All right, guys. Number, number, number four. four. Well, coming in at number four, you're going to think I lied when I gave you my criteria because we're going to stay in the best decade, the 90s. And guys, this is usually that song that, uh, you know, if, if I'm hosting an event or playing music somewhere, it's the last song I'm going to play every night. Back in 1998 from the album Feeling Strangely Fine, it is Closing Time by Semisonic, a song that did hit number one on the Billboard Modern Rock charts. Man, what a song that has still lasted to today. If anybody watches The Office, they used it on there. Um, it's, it's been in a lot of movies, even into the, the mid-2000s and Closing 2010s. Um, but man, I mean, it's it's one of those, some people would consider it a annoying song. I think Rolling Stone actually had it back in like, 2007 on their list of the top 20 most annoying songs. I actually love it, man. I mean, closing time, time to go to Chili's and hang out with my freaking boys. I mean, what a great song. Just a just a song that like you can get down with. It it definitely reminds you of the 90s a little bit, right? So it's like, I mean, it just it had a place in time. And I don't know any other songs. If there's any semi-sonic fans out there that want to call my bluff and call me out, bring it on. I'll give you my Addy. Uh, but coming at number four, guys, it is Closing Time by Semi-Sonic. I, yeah, wear not, the, I, I don't know how Mike. that gets the annoying list. The good song. That ain't a Thank fan. you, Mike. Thank you. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here, but that's Rolling Stone for you. Always trying to be edgy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was going to make the same comment. I don't find that song annoying at all. Matter of fact, it's always good for like a dad joke, right? Like, you know, it's your, you're at the event, time to close <laughs> right. it up, right? You know, right. I mean, I guess, I guess that's different. where we're all at because I still play that as the last song right. everywhere yeah. I go. If I'm trying to clean up and get people moving, like, guys, you hear that? <laughs> Yeah, there was a there was a season where in, in the office, like when at the end of the day, we would play that every day when it was time to go home. You know, so yeah. <laughs> like it's it's good, it's definitely good for that. And what and in oh, my yeah. opinion, a great song. I love oh. the song too, and I'm a sucker for any type of song with some piano in it. Oh, there you go, man. You're a big Billy Joel guy, right? Shout out to the piano. That's right. Man. That's right. Shout out, Captain Jack. Shout out. Yeah. See, when you're talking about closing out uh, gatherings, in Christian, you know, my age. Back when we had high school and junior dances, closing song was always stairway to have and you knew it was time to pack up and get out of there after that one. You said stairway to heaven. I thought you were saying highway to hell. Oh, sorry, that was just that was just my youth group. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not going to say anybody. All right, Michael, you got it, number four, buddy. Hey, you're in the 90s, the greatest decade. I'm going to my greatest decade. 80s baby invention of cell phones computers internet we had it all back then and you know what <laughs> this band their hit what happened about man <laughs> i didn't know yeah. you had cell phones in the 80s i, I didn't have one i guess. Had car phones that were the size <laughs> oh, that's of true. Uh, that's a true. kitchen table it started out in the bag you you're know you're right you're right put I them in the bag in your car yep <laughs> You young whippersnapper off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sorry. Keep going. No problem. Well, this band, this song actually debuted in 1982 in Canada, went up to number three on the board charts in September and October of 1983. And this, uh, there's not really much you can say about that hasn't already been said. It's by the group Men Out Hats called The Safety Dance. Hey, you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. 
And if you don't dance, blah, 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 you ain't no friend of mine. If you Love friends it, don't dance, and if they don't dance, <laughs> no friends of mine. Dude, Love it. I did, when you said the title did not ring a bell, but as soon as, Christian, oh. as soon as Christian started singing it, though, I was like, absolutely. Evan, oh, prefers, yeah, Evan prefers men without pants, so that's why he didn't get that. That is fake news. That is fake news. <laughs> Do not Google that, everybody. Do not Google that. Listen, love the song, and couldn't tell you another song by those guys. Couldn't have even told you this one, but again, when, when I heard it, when Christian started rattling off the lyrics, absolutely. The yeah, yeah they're even, aren't they in a commercial tax preparation service now, I think? Yeah, tax preparation, preparation H, you name it. I mean, Shout one out. Of two. Preparation oh. H. It feels oh. good on the whole. Oh! <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you know, if you put your pants back on, it might help. No, that was not. <laughs> All right. Typical Gen X. It takes me 20 minutes to figure out something that simple. Hey, hey, hey speak for Person. yourself. Dirty Mike. <laughs> My number four, I'm going to go this. with the OG. I'm going to go with Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. hip hop. Had to had to throw it on the list. I don't know anything else by these guys, but man, what an iconic song! And you know, this song's credited for introducing hip hop, right? Um, and so it essentially didn't exist before then, or at least it wasn't wasn't known. And uh, one of the things I found amazing about this is the song that came out in 1979. There's a, it's 14 minutes, right? They recorded it all in one take, which is pretty amazing to me that you can you can make that happen in one take. And so Rapper's Delight for me at number four. Beautiful right. choice, man. Beautiful. Hey, love that choice. I mean, what a great song. I, I actually, I bought a CD when I was in my early teens that had that on it, but it wasn't the original version. It was, um, I believe, like, I don't know what they were called, Def Squad or somebody, but that got me into rap. I mean, that song right, right there, I used to know all the words, every sure. verse, man. So that's an iconic track, Todd. Love that. Love that you went there. Yeah, not surprised to see that on your list, to be honest with you. I love the song, too. Great choice. All right, guys, coming in at number four, man, we're staying in the 90s. 1997 band, The Verve. And we're coming in with Bittersweet Symphony, guys. Off their third album, <laughs> Urban Hymns, charted as high as number two in the UK, number 12 in the US. Guys, this made Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs of all time. That is a that is a pretty high mark, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I think the song's great. It, it was on 29 different weekly charts. However, it only reached number one in three of those charts, but it did reach number one in three nonetheless. But 29 charts, man. Worldwide success. What a song. Bittersweet Symphony coming in at number four. I love that track. Reminds me of Cruel Intentions. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie. Reese oh, Wilson, yeah. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We Mike sounded it. like he saw it, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you weren't supposed to. And a great to song. It, great, yeah, great song, man. Great song. Love that. Not to be confused with the Verve Pipe. Right. They right. also had right. a very good song. So no spoilers there, but love that track, Kevin. Uh, definitely flirted with it in my list as well. So Strong. so far I'm in all of your choices here, gentlemen. This is good stuff here. Yeah, it must Man, be because I, you're a Gen Xer. I feel like it's such an on brand pick for Kevin too. What a what a great song and something I would definitely uh see on your list and, and would have expected you to pick. Let me hear your best British 
British accent, Todd, since we just, you know, I mean, that whole song. Ooh, putting him on the hot seat without the hot seat. Okay. Hold no, on. I'm going to change you. Can't change you. Hey, listen. <laughs> but I'm here. And I'm on. That was Todd, I can, guys. I can't do better than those guys. Why does every impression of mine sound like the Bee Gees? I'm very good. <laughs> That's Carl Winslow. That's Carl Winslow. And right, Donald Trump. Hey, hey, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, hush your tush. I don't want to hear another word from you. You're like the Rosie O'Donnell, the thorn in my side, the dirty, dirty thorn in my side. <laughs> Shout out to America, Trump. 2024. I really know is I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys know what that's from, I'll be truly impressed. Is that from Vegas Vacation? I mean, not Vegas Vacation, European Vacation. No. no. I don't know, man. It's a Monty British Python. comedy show. Monty oh, Python. Oh. Very good. Oh, yeah. It's the Holy Grail. The Lumberjack song. Yeah. Love I was going to get SpongeBob, but that would have been wrong. He. <laughs> <laughs> He was a girly his dear papa. Love it, guys. All right. Well, let's go to number, <laughs> three. number three. three. All right, guys. <laughs> you can't do it. What is going on here? All right, guys. Coming in at number three. We're going to go to the 80s, Mike. You said this was the best decade, and you may be right. But you know, the only way to find out is to take on me. Take, take on me. me. It is aha. It's one of those aha moments from 1984 or 1985. Either one. This song did hit number one on the charts. It actually won six awards and was nominated for two others at the 86 MTV Video Music Awards. I'm sure Pinfield and Loader were chopping it up on the stage back then. RIP to MTV News. I don't know if you heard about that, fellas. Uh, But guys, this song is iconic. I hear it at weddings, even like in the last five to ten years um so a song that came out even before i was born being the young gun myself 86 shout out um guys you know this single aha i don't know if they have any other songs but like it's a norwegian synth pop song which is just beautiful it just sounds amazing i mean it's it's iconic it's one of its own it is aha take on me coming in at number three so good i can't believe they had video back then Right. I don't think I've ever heard any type of genre be described as Norwegian synth. Oh, you don't listen to Bjork. That's just what I was about to say, my man. Bjork. Is that Ilvis? What does the fox say? Is that what a Norwegian synth (laughs) as well? Shout out to Hank. (laughs) That was pretty good last week. (laughs) Love it. One hit wonders. Shout out. (laughs) Mike, what you got at number three, buddy? Well, speaking of MTV, we're going to go with a little bit of history making. This song debuted September 7th of 1979, but history on August 1st, 1981 at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time because it was the first music video ever aired on MTV back when they actually showed music videos on MTV. I view the Buggles video killed radio star. Mm, what a track. Kill the radio star. Now, I actually didn't hear that version first. I heard the Presidents of the United States version ah. first and absolutely loved it. 
which got me to go back and listen to it. I'm sure my parents were like, that's a, you know, a remake of a classic. So I love that. I actually heard the OG version at the Ingalls gas pump. Shout out to your local Ingalls supermarket. And uh, I heard it literally like three weeks ago. And I was like, that is still a banger today. Mike, what a great Oh, hey, like that song, man. Some some great history. There I didn't too. realize that was the very first video that MTV ever played. Interesting. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, something yep. else cool about that. I feel like it now that we know that it dropped at 1201, I feel like it had to come up on our list some at some point since that's our drop time every Monday morning. Shout out. Shout, shout out. out. I didn't shout even think about that. How cool is that? And how cool. cool is that? It's cool. Listen, that's what that's why we do it. We do it it's because why we, we exist. Wanna, we so wanted people, to knock off people who are the listening video at kill the radio two a.m. are late to this one. Shout out to Austin Reed. That's right. Shout out. No twelve oh two here. That's right. <laughs> so for me, for number three, I'm going to go with uh, a song. Man, I still love to listen to um, and and love to ride to. It takes two. D- DJ Easy Rock and Rob Bass. Um, man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Man, here's something I found interesting about this song today. Uh, it was written by Rob Bass and James Brown. What an, what an iconic guy. And, uh, you know, not necessarily your typical James Brown song, but I can kind of see it, right? I can see it uh, in, in the song. Uh, it was a platinum song, came out in 1988. Ranked number 116 on the top 500 song, uh, most influential songs of all time. And so you can see the influence of this song. Some people uh, give this song like a lot of credit for the influence it had in in the hip hop and R and B world, and so uh, it takes two Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Love Lord. the pick. At first, I thought you were going to say it takes two, baby. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it takes two to make nah, a thing dude, go right. Right. You know, this song reminds me of Speed. I think it was on Speed, wasn't it? Or like maybe uh, the soundtrack, or I don't know. It just reminds me of that time. Oh, you're talking about Sandy Bullock. Speed. Shout out. Yeah, I'm talking about speed uh, with Sandy Bullock not, and Keanu not other... B. No, not that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. Shout out. I'm on the wrong podcast. Big Pharma. Sorry. Right. Shout out. <laughs> All right. Nice pick. Here we go. Coming in at number three for me, guys. All right. Being a country music fan, especially 90s country music fan, I feel like we got to throw it on there because country music's got their one hit wonders as well don't necessarily love this song but it's definitely got street cred and this song potentially brought the career of this particular man's daughter to the forefront when she later became hannah montana then i mean he is still making music with and and collaborating with some others but Billy Ray Cyrus got it started way back on March the 23rd 1992 with Don't Tell My Heart My Breaky Heart Guys off the Some Gave album Some Gave All album it was the debut single his biggest ever right it was his only big hit ever I didn't realize this Oak Ridge Boys pretty classic 80s country music group um they were actually supposed to sing this song they ultimately decided (laughs) billy ray cyrus picked it up it was on 19 charts guys reached number one and four of those platinum um number three in the uk number four in the u.s it's it got a dance called the achy breaky think mullet think (laughs) crazy jeans and think door billy ray cyrus and shout out Love Number you, three, not again because I love it, but but because it is worthy as as a one hit wonder. We got achy breaky heart at number three. 
Kevin, I knew it was going to be on your list. And that is why I love that it's on your list because it's kind of on brand. I, I don't, not on brand, shout out. Um, shout but out. I think either you or Colin, I thought, are going to pull this song in there. I remember when I was a kid growing up, I mean, we called it the achy breaky fart, right? That was so funny. <laughs> shout out. You thought you're so hilarious. Oh, right? we did. We did, right? What's not funny and, about it? Right. It's still funny today. <laughs> and, you know, shout out to Miley Cyrus, who's now grown up, not to be confused with the Papilloma virus. Um, right. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Love the pick, but you know what I love better than the pick is that it's time for the halftime hot seat. Todd the pod god is off the seat once again, fellas. And guess who has the timer ready? It I is K Dub. <laughs> but Mike, more importantly, are you ready for two minutes of hard hitting questions where you give us your first thing that comes to mind? I'm scared. <laughs> We're going to have to date. Yep, that's right. All right, Mike. Mike, are you ready for this? Rock and roll. All right, here All we right, go. Kev. Three, two, one, go. Favorite Pearl Jam song? A lot. Love it. Love it. Favorite wrestler of all time? Woo! <laughs> there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oldest ride, longest line. Woo! Love it. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Oh, I didn't think this so. This is the way. Oh, do a Chewbacca impression. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That was good. All right. Favorite all time Clemson football player? Oh, uh, man. There's just so many to pick Nelson from. Uh, I'm just going to pick one that nobody's going to think of Donald Iguadwike, the kicker. There we go. Wow. Okay. Only Both John has heard of him. Love that. <laughs> all right. Favorite animated series of all time? Beavis and Butthead. I knew it. You have to choose one. The other one dies. <laughs> Beavis or Butthead. <laughs> I got a Man, Beavis. He's all D up, man. Well, do, you, do your Beavis. Do your best Beavis impression. Uh like guys like a just podcast at like things or something. <laughs> Come on, put on a good channel already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, she said, oh. <laughs> All right, Mike, who's your celebrity crush? Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, Scarlett Johansson. All right, finish this sentence. <laughs> Tiny little bubbles in the water. <laughs> Oops, I just little. I pooped in the water. Only you and I would get that. All right. If you played baseball, what would your what would your walk up song? Ten seconds. Break it down. Deep variation X thing. Love it. Uh, Three. Chick, Chick Fil A overrated. Two. One. No. Love it. Love it, Mike. You you did great, man. I love the Ric Flair. Definitely going to be playing Chewbacca. Space Odyssey behind it. Chewbacca. I got to say, man, Todd's been getting a breather, and our guests have been doing quite nice. Mike, I'm right. impressed, man. That was solid. Right. Thank you, sir. Todd right, generally guys. sweats on the pod, but hadn't, hadn't been sweating <laughs> right. this week. And, well, and let me just clarify. Just I got it for that favorite Clemson player. I got to give you my number two because he was so darn close. Let's but see. it's Weapon X, Brian Dawkins. That's oh, love that. I thought you were going with Tommy Sharp, the center. <laughs> I thought you were going with DJ Uyunglele, but not since the transfer. Uh, Oregon State, uh, shout out. Shout out shout to out. Big Dave. Big Dave, shout out. He's coming on the pod soon, I think. 
Kelly all right, <laughs> nice. All right, guys, let's get back into the countdown oh, at number number number. Two. All right, guys, coming in at number two. Let's go back to the '90s because it would just be on brand for me to go back to the '90s. But let's go to Todd's genre that is hip hop. And guys, this song was actually released in 1993. It became the skating rink anthem is what i like to call it and it somehow resurfaced in pop culture not too long ago on a commercial everybody knows but guys it is from the 90s rap duo tag team and the song is whoop there it is and i believe you all know whoop there it is was probably a jam you were jamming to back in the day um in pop culture it's been used everything from elf to d2 the mighty ducks adam's family values episodes of the fresh prince martin uh multiple people use it as their walk-up song in the mlb it's used in nba anthems everywhere uh guys it's there it is and, and mike how did it go beavis and butthead they used to watch this video and they had their own version didn't they uh, whoop, there's my butt. Whoop, there's my butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's my butt too, but yeah. <laughs> Listen, nobody's a bigger Beavis and Butthead fan than Mike. I knew he would love that. Guar, guar. Oh, yeah. Check guys, it to wreck it. Guar, yeah. Party people. That's guys, right. When you heard that, you knew it was about to go down. Oh, yeah. Number two, whoop, there it is, tag team. Man, when you hear you hear that line too, party people, right? Like the excitement level just goes through the roof. Uh, you know? Yeah, it just yeah. did. I just got a <laughs> yeah. tingle. Ooh. <laughs> I I remember the first time I ever heard this, guys. It takes me right back to to Todd and Christian's favorite spot on planet Earth, which is Myrtle Beach. But shout out, at, shout out. The Dirty pavilion, the pavilion. They had the mind scrambler. It was inside. Oh the yeah, you can remember it had the strobe lights. Oh, love okay. that. Anyways, whoop, there it is, came on. I remember it, man, like yesterday. What a song. It's worthy Absolutely. of a top five, no doubt. Appreciate that. All right, Gwen's fun. Shout out. <laughs> nice. All right, Mike, what you got at number two, buddy? All right, number two, I'm returning back to the 80s again, specifically being released October 23rd, 1982. Went all the way up to number five on the Billboard charts in 1983. The artist actually was much more in terms of an influence in how he recorded electronic music, especially his noise. Do you remember in the 80s, you would go out to the record store, you'd buy a sleeve of 10 blank, put up their boom box, turn the room on, revolutionize those cassette tapes. The guy is Tom Dolby. Tit, she blind me with stuff. Oh, say that again. What's the song called? She blinded me with science. <laughs> oh, I've heard that. that. Oh, I've yeah, heard science. Weird. Was science. that on weird science? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't remember. Oh, what a song, man! Like you're gonna take us back listening to these clips. I think we're all gonna be in for a treat. No doubt, man. Listen, shout out to all the Gen Xers that are gonna be digging this list. <laughs> I hope they have oh, Twitter yeah. and Instagram. Good pick, right, Mike. I'll, Love it. Love what you bring to the table here tonight. Yeah, I'll jump in at number two for me. We're going to go to 1992. We're going to talk about some backwards clothes, right? Some 12-year-olds that had the third best-selling song of 1992. We're going to talk about Jump by Criss Cross. Man, what an, what an iconic song. The daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. How old were those guys, like 12? They were 12, yeah. yeah. Really? Wow. That was 31 31 years ago. So so, uh, Mac Daddy, 
uh, has uh, passed away in 2013. No way. I didn't know yeah. that. But Daddy Mac is still alive. And the Daddy Mac will make you. Jump, jump, right? Absolutely. The bad so, to Mac Daddy are you saying they're gone. Gen Xers? Are you peas, saying they're Gen Xers? Yeah. Yeah, he's in peas. How did he? How did he leave the earth? Uh, I think he was found unresponsive, is what I saw. Is it safe okay. to say he missed right. the bus? Let's <laughs> did he try tripping his heart? Be honest with me, man. How often did you try to put on a shirt backwards and button that bad boy up from behind? Are you talking man. about this this week or? <laughs> I think like probably in the nineties, I probably tried it a time or two, but I probably oh, yeah. wasn't very successful. Hey, so yeah. at least you tried. A Fernando Valenzuela Dodger jersey. Oh yeah, for sure. Got to have it, right? Uh, man, this this song samples like four different songs. Uh, I Want You Back by uh, Jackson 5, some song called Funky Worm, uh, some song called Impeach the President, and uh, a Cypress Hill song, How I Could Just Kill a Man. So they sampled those songs to, to create this masterpiece. So Jump by Criss Cross. One Hit Wonder, man. No doubt. Love, Love that. It. Great that song. Was a, that was like fifth grade back in Good the day. Good one. <clears throat> All right, good good call on that. Guys, my my second song, my number 2 song is our most recent unless your your number 1 is is more recent, but <clears throat> this song debuted September the 10th in 2014. Honestly, I can't believe that we are like eight and a half years into this song because it still seems current and it still seems very very fresh to me. This is the Walk the Moon track called Shut Up and Dance, okay? What a let loose and have fun song, guys. The opening guitar riff on that is very reminiscent of a, of a like a retro vintage YouTube. You too. Streets. Yes. Streets, Streets have no, no name. name. Yeah, That's right. Um, anyways, coming off their third album, the Talking is Hard album. Y'all, I didn't realize this, but it's been platinum everywhere. 12 times platinum in Australia. It actually surpassed Hozier's Take Me to Church and an Imagine Dragons Radioactive on the Hot Rock chart for 27 consecutive weeks. The previous record was wow. 23 weeks. This was on it for 27 consecutive weeks. 44 different charts worldwide, eight times number one. We got Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. I've seen Walk the Moon. Anybody that followed them from the beginning over a decade ago knows that Anna's Son is actually their number one hit. And their albums have been amazing. And that's the only song that got commercial success. But that's what one hit wonders are all about. So my bone isn't to pick with you. I guess it's to pick with mainstream music, sure. with Billboard, with the fact that like you could say that by definition, but for the for the fans of Semisonic who love their deep cuts, sorry, like maybe they're not, you know, it, it technically to them, but love the song. I'm happy to hear it right now to dance with it. It was a song I used to play it at like weddings and stuff. I mean, it's, I enjoy the song very it's much. A, I like it's it. a very enjoyable song. It's just funny because you know when bands put out that one song and you're like, that doesn't sound like the band I've been following, and you're like, but they did it for a hit right to make money to get commercial success and then they went back to actually making the music they made before um yeah. so i love that about it so anyway that's my rant off my soapbox but right. shut right. up and dance hey. kevin shut fair up enough. fair enough not hit not his uh one hit wonder no no not <laughs> me not me guy not me number one number one all right guys well here we are at number one and, and i gotta say guys uh, We've done the impossible. We've done it. This might actually have been the hardest, hardest episode we've ever done. I was having a chat with hashtag friend of the pod, Mark Webb, you know, three time Shut plus up. guest on our show. If everybody's go back, listen to those episodes. He did seventies music with us. He said, dude, this may be the hardest list you guys have ever done. 
because one hit wonders span all genres and you know call me maybe isn't going to make my list tonight fellas but that is definitely a one hit wonder todd didn't mean to spoil anything um call me later um but this number one song for me is not a song that i like it is probably one of the most annoying songs but it is actually the first song that came to mind when you said i'm doing it (laughs) the song is from chumbawamba and it is called tub thumping wow (laughs) came out in 1990 somebody shoot me now well, guys, I had to because I didn't think anybody else was going to do it. And I remember a buddy of mine back in the day, Brandon Benzing from Sun Laurel, shout out to the Zing. He bought this entire album. And I don't think we listened to any other songs. But, you know, they were British, right? So it was, I get knocked down, but I get up again. And we just, like, this in the night away. Like, we thought that was so funny. I said, I'm going to drink. Right, but you know, yeah. it, was, it was one of those that be drinking a to. lot to live this song. I guess so. So, all of our listeners, pour your favorite drink tonight. Maybe a maybe a Coca Cola Classic or a Pepsi. Shout out, bubbly water. Shut up and you listen c- to Chumba Wumba's Tub Thumping coming in at number one. I had to do it. I'm not proud of myself, but there it is, guys. I rest my case. Hey, I feel wow, I feel um, the uh, the emotion and the struggle of choosing a song like that because. It's worthy. It is a one-hit wonder. You don't have right. to like it, but it's a one-hit wonder. And it was a hit, right? I mean, like, oh, it definitely was hit. a top hit. Everybody it was on knows all it. radio. Everybody knows it, right? Listen, my kids have never heard it, but they're going to be able to sing along with it as soon as they hear it. <laughs> oh, good. No, no. Exactly. They're going to know it. <laughs> well, and thank God it was about. a one-hit wonder, right? <laughs> There's not no, more no, no, of that no. out there. I need more from Chumbawamba. Shout out to Chumbawamba. <laughs> I can't wait for... Cotton Eye Joe to come up on uh, Todd's number one. I did that beat that, that dope. Well, Colin's not with us tonight, so we probably would have got that for sure. Shout out. Who let the dogs out? Shout out. (laughs) All right, Mike, what you got at number one, buddy? All right. Number one, um, this kind of made me think my definition of top uh, wonders, but I did research. Guy's song did number one back on December 15th of 74, and I enjoy everything he's put out. Uh, but his next highest ranked hit was only got up to 24 on the uh, top board 100. So technically makes it a one hit wonder. Um, released October 1st, 1974. 29 days later is truly arrived on the face of the earth. And um, this is one that uh, holds a lot of very special place in my heart. And I think it does for all fathers, sons out there. I think we all know it. Harry Chapin, Cats in the Cradle. Wow. How about that? Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. I didn't realize who the artist was or that that was their only only real hit. I didn't yeah. either. And, what and a great track. doesn't get your right feels, something's wrong with you. Man, classic 70s right there. Especially being a big cat guy. Yeah. Mr. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, those lyrics hit, and those lyrics do. Listen, Mike, in my opinion, man, your list is what makes ranking something great and having your own criteria because just everybody's got different perspective and things that they like and, you know, the era that they grew up. And music is such about nostalgia. And these are songs that you grew up with that just 
hit. And so I know we've got some listeners around that time period as well, man. I think they're really going to love your list tonight. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, my man. Yep. Uh, you guys have got some good ones there. As long as nobody puts Todd Joe on number one, uh, you know, we're all good. Todd's about to disappoint There's still you. time, Todd. Come I, in hot. Yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Get ready, Mike. Here it comes. Oh, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go Man. with my, my number one right here. I'm going to go with a song Christian had on his list at number five. Uh, I'm going to go with Return of the Mac, Mark Morrison. Man, I just oh. love I just Repeat. love this track. Yeah, 1996 uh, hit number two on the top 100. Um, was described as a new jerkalicious breakup jam. <laughs> wow, I don't know what that means. That's what she said. <laughs> that's yeah. what she said. <laughs> Take that for what you will. Yeah, I would love uh, to spread that jam on a piece of time. Yeah. Todd, can I please hear you sing a line from Return of the Mac? Oh, come you gotta, on. You got to do I, it. With, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm I, I'm going to uh, take Colin's approach and I'm saying, from singing. Yes, I did. <laughs> Why does it sound like Barry Gibb from the Beatles? And I try to tell you, though. Yes, I did. Barry Gibb, Donald Trump, hey, Carl Winslow, Todd, they're Todd, all the same. Todd, oh shut God. your mouth. Know your role. Shut your mouth. We have a guest on tonight. It is Ivanka Trump, which is the definition of someone who brings toilet paper to the party. Shout out to Hank. Listen, <laughs> hey, that's two episodes in a roll. In a, in a roll. In a row. In a roll. In a roll of toilet paper. Right, there you sushi go. roll, shout out. <laughs> Uh, two episodes in a row that you have rolled in R. So that time you 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 rolled it on Trump, and last week was the bacon grease. Bacon grease and Donald Trump. Oh yeah, with the yeah. lizard Linda or whatever her name was, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I don't know what's going boy. on with me, but Todd, worthy of a number one. I'm glad it came back. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm gonna go listen to that song later tonight. I mean, it's a certified banger, dude. Certified. Three All times. right, guys. My number one. It is a song that has has been mentioned tonight. And I feel like it it is definitely worthy of a number one one hit wonder. Not a huge song, not a huge fan of it, but there was a time when it was probably my favorite song, and that is Ice Ice Baby, Vanilla Ice, August twenty second, nineteen ninety. Todd, you've already talked about it, guys. It was on twenty five different charts. It hit number one ten times. It hit number one in the U S. It hit number one in the U K. All over the place. Um, listen, lots of hip hop paid out there as a result. And, and Todd, you mentioned because you know gangster rap was just really uh, getting a, a foothold. But I think this kind of brought hip hop into to mainstream music a little bit, and 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 exposed it to more people um, as as a result. So, anyways, number one, Ice Ice Baby, Vanilla Ice, my number one one hit wonder. Mr. Kevin, Kevin, worthy of a number one. When I was doing this list. Second to Chumbawamba, Vanilla Ice came up, and I kept trying to move it around my list and figure out how to put it in there. And honestly, it's probably number six. It's it's definitely cutting room floor like material. Um, but we'll get into that here in just a minute. I, I love the pick, respect the pick. I think it's definitely worthy of a number one, and definitely in the top five of all time. So love that, guys. Well, we did it. We ranked five to one. I hope you guys enjoyed that. What I'd like to know next is cutting room floor, fellas. I'll go first because I just mentioned Vanilla Ice, another track, a lot of '90s here. So uh, the song "No Rain" by Blind Melon. You guys know that Ooh, one? Yeah. No we- rain. All I can do is do 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 do. 
I mean, what a good song. That's the only hit that they had. Saw that on a lot of lists. Also, you Peace know, and peace, by the way. Peace and peace. You know, Baby Got Back, Sir Mix a Lot. Like, I didn't want to go corny, back. but that's a song that's iconic, right? Like, it is corny. Th- there was going to be, but is it cornier than the Macarena? Heck no. Nah. <laughs> so Macarena. the Macarena was on VH1's One Hit Wonders of All Time. Like, yeah. I put I put these in the garbage disposal. The Macarena, Mambo Number 5. Who let the dogs out? Those a little, were not... my apple, my... <laughs> a little bit of ash. Shout out. Uh, you know, the... <laughs> there's, there's Kevin's got to go now. He does. See you guys later. Be grateful. <laughs> Have a nice night. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I was uh, other songs. I don't know, Todd, this might have made yours. It's called I Wish by Skilo. I wish I was a little bit taller. taller. Let's go. I wish I was a baller. baller. Was that was so good. Girl, look good. I would call it. Yeah, but right. here's the other one. That actually, I wanted to put Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It, didn't realize that his album in 98 with Master P and Silk the Shocker, the song Let's Ride, actually Uh. came in at number five. And I had that CD growing up, and I was like, whoa, that made like a hip-hop number five on Billboard. Let's ride. So I was like, I can't, because technically that would be considered a hit. It wasn't a two-hit wonder. He's a two-hit wonder. Shout out to Montel (laughs) Williams. Next week's episode. That's Montel Jordan. Not to be confused with Montel Williams. Shout out. Uh, Mike, what do you have on your list, buddy? I know you had some uh, cutting room. I did, um, and it uh, looks like uh, all of them except one are from the 80s. Big surprise. I'll give you the one that's from the 80s first. Um, just because of the haircut, I ran by Flock of Seas. Oh, I yeah, mean, the Buffon. Yeah. The 1980s. Shout out to Uncle Great Joey. Then we, got, then we got Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Oh, down oh, yeah. to Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. I can take then, you uh, higher. Then this came out after the movie, but the song is called Rock Me Amadeus by Falcon. Oh, yeah. oh rub me, rub me, rub me, rub me, rock me, Amadeus. Love Who that. Who actually dude. had another hit called Dare Commissar. So I had to take that off my my uh, top five list. That's why it's not on there. Shout out to uh, Adventureland with Ryan Reynolds. Great movie. Oh, got Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> then for, for culture. You got Ray Parker Jr. with the theme from Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. And then my last one, a little nod to the 80s. Um, nobody will admit in public that ever liked this song. Informer by Snow. Oh, What were the freaks after Informer? I don't know. No one knows. That's provocative. Me, Licky Boom, boom, down. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh. So the funny thing about this song is we were in the car the other day and my, it came on and my 13-year-old asked, like, what are the lyrics to this? And my wife was like, you don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Google them, honey. Google them. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Uh, what did you guys have, Todd, Kev? I had, uh, I had, I got five on it. Oh, right? yeah. The loonies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I got Slam by Onyx. Slam. that song? let the boys be boys and then i got lean back by the terror squad oh yeah fat joe love the terror squad that was a great track yeah for sure for sure and so uh that's that's it for me on the cutting room i like it man um i had looking glass brandy you're a fine girl oh so good guardians nice one 
like that. Yeah. Um, that that was that was my only 70s song. I could have thrown some more in there. Guys, Soul Asylum, Runaway Train. Love that oh, song yeah, back in the day. It, love it. Um, oh, yes. Toadies. Toadies had a song called Possum King. Oh, great again. track. This, this slot's right in there with um Do you know with you your four non-blondes. Yeah, great song. And then you got you've got a, a semisonic closing time was in there, and then a song that was similar to closing time. Semisonic was uh, a song called "In the Meantime" by a band called oh, Space Hog. Love that yep. track. Oh um, man, that was some good, just solid, solid '90s banger tracks right there. So that was on my cutting room floor. And I, obviously, I mentioned your love by the outfield. Love it. Love the picks. And and Mike, we can't thank you enough for joining us, man. You are definitely a hashtag friend Pleasure, of the pod. Mike, give us uh what kind of shout outs you got out there, man. Any any anything you want to give a shout out to? Well, one thing I really plug right now is volunteer organization. I'm proud to say I've been a part, and the name is Sea's Cradle. Uh we actually specialize in rescuing for the outside. Newborn kittens, and if we can get them, the cats too. Um, we have a Facebook page, so look up Foxy's Cradle. It's F O X Y apostrophe S, and then the word cradle. Um, you can see all the kittens and mama cats we have for adoption. Um, there's, a, there's a link to our website where we gladly we take donations. We're always trying to fill their bellies. Where, like I said, we take in the newborn kittens. And when Mr. Bigglesworth gets upset. Good night, Kevin. Nice. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh my. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel a groove coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rock. Yeah. <laughs> rock. <laughs> Back again, check it directed, let's begin. Party on, party people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house, jump, jump, rejoice. There's a party over here, a party over there, waving cool. hands in the air. There's my butt. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, there it is. Whoa, there it is. There's my butt. Whoa, there it is. There it is. Whoa, there it is. There's my butt. <laughs>